have needs and desires and seek to discover our own erotic journey, you've come to the right place. This is Seek, Discover, Create with Lexi Silver, presented by SDC. In the next hour, we're here to answer your burning questions about relationships, sexuality, and health from the leading sex experts and professionals. Now, here is your host, Lexi Silver. Hi, everyone. Welcome to SDC Presents Seek, Discover, Create. I'm your host, Lexi Silver. We have a delectably sexy show for you all today, and we are going to talk about how to bring out your inner slut. And joining me on today's very slutty show is my friend Tara Rose, the spiritual slut and co-host of the podcast Sex Uninterrupted. Tara just launched a program called The Spiritual Slut, like I just said, and it's designed to help women learn about their authentic selves and feel the freedom to explore what the soul craves. Today, we're going to talk about society's double standards when it comes to female sexuality how to consider the word slut in a more positive way, and how you can connect or reconnect with your inner slut. Before we start our chat with Tara about exploring your slutty side, I just want to thank our sponsor, SDC.com, your and my expert source of exclusive information about sex, health, and relationships, where you'll get access to a massive international network and dating platform of over 3 million members worldwide. Use my special promo code 7070 to get two months free at sdc.com. That's 7070 to get two months free at SDC. So today's episode is going to go a little bit against the norm, which I like. And I'm very excited to talk to my inspiring and very sexy friend, Tara, about how to embrace your inner slut, especially since she just designed a whole program about embracing that inner slut. So welcome back on my show, Tara. Thank you so much for joining me again. (laughs) Thank you for having me. I'm excited to do this without James, actually. Yeah. Kind of nice because he talks a lot sometimes. So yeah, he does, especially when we're talking about boobs. I feel (laughs) totally calling him out. (laughs) But we had a couple of really good episodes together, so I'm really, I really enjoyed my time with him. But now I'm very happy to have you all to myself. (laughs) (laughs) So let's talk a little bit about slut shaming, shall we? I think that for me, you can't really talk about embracing your inner slut and really feeling, um, you know, in touch with your own sexuality until we address some of the negative uh, stigma that comes along with the word slut. It's, I love that word and I own that word because I feel that it's very powerful and Although other people might have it used kind of against you in some way that makes you feel bad, I want people to see, by the end of the show at least, see the word slut and feel it as a positive thing. So to really take it back, kind of, if you know yeah, what I'm saying. Definitely. That's, that's <laughs> totally like what I want to do with the word slut. And that's why I wanted to have a program for women with that word in it because it. It just, like you said, it just, it's to the point and it really makes people stop and question what it means. Yes. (laughs) Yes. And how they, how it makes you feel, right? Like different words make you feel different things. And if, you know, we have so much shame in society that surrounds sexuality and especially for women and like, you know, being told that uh, our bodies, uh, you know, are are a certain way uh, that we have to look a certain way that we should act a certain way that our sexuality should be a certain way that it's not okay for us to be uh, sexually liberated, that only men can be sexually liberated. So, 
to me, um, you know, kind of flipping those double standards and just getting rid of them altogether um, and really just eliminating the stigma about slut, like the word slut and sluttiness in general. Those are like parts of my little mission about, you know, get making sex shameless. And I know that's part of yours too. And I, that's why I'm so excited about your program. I think you're really going to help a lot of women get in touch with that in a very positive way. And that's why you're here. So, <laughs> And like, honestly, I'll have to say, like, when I was younger, the word slut definitely implied something that was negative. But since I've been in the lifestyle and exploring myself and have the confidence to do whatever I like within consent, definitely, yeah. uh, that word slut just doesn't have the same meaning anymore. It doesn't feel like icky and gross and make me get a pit in my stomach and feel bad about myself. It is more of an empowering word now. And yeah, basically to me, it just like means an empowered woman, somebody who's owning her shit and doing whatever she wants sexually without um, feeling the guilt and the shame. The guilt and the shame are two big ones. Oh, they are. I completely agree with you in the sense of the lifestyle also being very open about sexuality and kind of um, making women feel like we can go and explore ourselves in any way we want, that there is no shame in being open sexually and do and taking what we want um, consensually. Sure. <laughs> I feel like women in the lifestyle are almost like sexually liberated women are celebrated in, in the lifestyle, not shamed or or have guilt because of it that's more of they're like yes I love seeing this I love you being so open uh I know that James definitely celebrates my sluttiness so (laughs) that helps (laughs) yep it helps to have a partner who who also embraces that part of you and who also just like feels like it feels comfortable supporting you in your exploits whatever it is that you choose to do yeah for sure so when we talk about sluttiness and being a slut, I'm going to say that word so many times during this show, so people are very used to it, okay? Like I said, I want them at the end of this episode, let's, let's get everyone on board with feeling good about the word slut. So when, you know, we're talking about sluttiness and you, you mentioned getting into the lifestyle, was it only when you first started getting into the lifestyle that you were able to openly identify or talk about being a slut or was it before? Tell me a little bit about your journey to this point now. I think I definitely avoided that word beforehand and didn't want to be associated with that word because I like, I think just media, media does a really good job of making that word uh, have a negative connotation. Connotation. Yeah. That's what I was looking for. (laughs) Um, And yeah, before then I, yeah, I just avoided it. I didn't want to be labeled as that. Um, and again, it wasn't until I really started exploring my sexuality, opened up our relationship that, uh, it didn't feel the same to be called that anymore. And was it because you felt that other people outside of yourself were kind of, uh, giving you less judgment when it came to your sexuality that helped you reach this point or was it within yourself? Good question. Um, I'd say it was kind of like a combination of, of both, of A, not having somebody constantly almost make you feel bad or guilty or shameful about what you're doing sexually, and then B, because of that, 
you're able to find that confidence in yourself to to really acknowledge what you want sexually and just go after it without feeling the shame or the guilt and all of that. Um, I know changing my friend group definitely definitely changed that and and made me feel a little bit more confident in exploring my sexuality because before like vanilla girlfriends I love them I still have a lot of vanilla girlfriends but they just didn't understand that part of me and I didn't want them to ever think I was slutty and so I hid a lot of what I was I was repressing a lot of who I was because I just didn't want to lose friends and I didn't want to you know, be alone either because of who I was sexually. And you felt that by being sexually liberated and in touch with what it was that you wanted and being honest about that with your uh, vanilla or outside of the lifestyle, outside of that mentality, girlfriends, that was going to be something that they might reject you for on a social level. So Mm -hmm. that would you say then that um, the, you know, having these girlfriends and really not having that feeling of reinforcement about your sexuality kind of had you feeling like you had to repress a very big part of you? I'd say so. I think it was more of like the community, even mm-hmm. like going like in big picture of it all. Yeah. Um, you know, being, a, you know, being in, a, in the lifestyle, we're able to go to events and clubs and, parties and conventions that are just for people who are as open as we are and before the lifestyle pre-lifestyle I just I didn't really have that connection or that space to be that person because that isn't how society typically views women unfortunately Oh man, I so agree with you. Right? <laughs> when we're talking about, you know, how society views women when it comes to sexuality and how, you know, a woman who is very expressive about her sexuality or who is explorative about her sexuality can be love uh, can be basically labeled a slut. Mm-hmm. Can but I mean, men typically are celebrated for their sexual prowess, but do you think that maybe some men are also shamed for their, you know, I guess, sluttiness, or I've heard the word man whore come about from uh, time to time? Do you think it has an impact, though? Well, okay, so here's one example with James that I I saw of him getting, I would say, slut-shamed. We were at, like, a vanilla event it was some sort of launch party and he was telling everybody like this was recently about like our life about all the travels like some of the stuff we're doing these are his vanilla friends and they were like well finally you found something to do with that sex addiction and it was like (laughs) what like he doesn't have a sex addiction he's just a very sexual person and you know that for me was almost like slut shaming yeah Definitely. And it even, it like made me think about it for days afterwards, even. So I wonder if he did, because we never talked about that actually. Mm-hmm. And me being an empath, I probably picked up some of that myself, but <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it. <laughs> but yeah, like it just kind of was like, whoa, like, wow, that's pretty bold to say. You haven't seen this guy in a few years and that's what comes out of your mouth. Like, 
People are really quick to make judgments about things that they find different from themselves or that they themselves are afraid to express in their own personal lives. I've noticed personally. Let's talk a bit about your personal experiences with that kind of slut shaming. I'm very curious about if you could tell us or share with us maybe one story that you have about slut shaming that really stood out for you. Yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> there are so many different times that I've been <laughs> slut shamed, and it's been from you know family to friends to boyfriends. Uh, but I think like there is one story, and I have talked about it a few times. But I was only, I'm going to say 16 or 17 at that point. And I wouldn't say like I was very sexually active, but I definitely was a sexual teenager. I was always, you know, men a little bit older than me and lost my virginity at a a young age. So I just was more sexually open than uh, most of the girls that were my age at that point. I was coming down the stairs with a group of my girlfriends and one of the guy's friends was sitting on this, the, the stairs and it was um, somebody who lived there. And as us girls came down, he was like, girl one, girl two. And I was lost. And he's like, and slut. Oh. And like, like I did, like I was so young at that point. Like I, didn't even know what the word meant, but I definitely like felt like, like called out in front of everybody. I, like there was probably 10 people standing there and like, I just pretended like I didn't hear it, but it like really hurt. That one was probably one of the ones that just stuck with me throughout this time. Did it make you feel more repressed in expressing your sexuality or talking about it with people? Or did it make you want to, or I mean, there could be lots of options here, but maybe make you want to educate people about what it is, like there's nothing wrong with what it is that you're doing? I think it definitely made me feel insecure and made me not want to put myself out there as much and like, yeah, it definitely like reined in who I was for, for a while. And I started only exploring sex with boyfriends after that. Like I thought, Oh, if you wanted to have sex, you had to be in a relationship. And so I, cause before that I was just, you know, having fun with people and after that, like, nope, it was boyfriend only. And yeah. Definitely sent me back. But then at the same time, I use that story now as, you know, yeah, we all experience slut shaming and now you can go fuck yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Thank you. Yes, absolutely. And I agree. And it's so hard when you hear that for the first time. And um, for me, it was so weird because I was, I've told this story a couple of times. I still can't remember how old I was when this happened, but it must've been like 12 or 13. And it was, uh, I was with a group of my so-called girlfriends and uh, I don't know, five or six of us. And we'd known each other for years and I, we were talking about masturbation, masturbation, touching yourself. Okay. Like the, there's nothing more natural than touching your own body. Like, let's just put it that way. Let's start with that. And we were, and, um, a couple of them said, oh, that's so gross. 
And I'm like, why is that gross? You're touching your own body. It's so normal. You're exploring. It's natural. It's normal to feel that way. It's, you know, a good way to release sexual tension. Uh, there, you know, I, I was very young at that point, and I could even see the benefits then uh, to masturbation. I had just started to explore that. And from talking about just masturbation, they were like, oh, you know, you're, you're a slut. I'm like, why? Because I'm exploring my own sexuality. And it really resonated with me. It really bothered me. And then rumors spread around the entire school talking about how I, you know, masturbated. Like it was a negative thing. And mm-hmm. in, But instead of feeling kind of, you know, bad about it or upset that, you know, my friends were, I mean, didn't really understand, uh, I guess, sexuality or maybe were ashamed to talk about their own experiences because they for sure, they were for sure at least a couple of girls in that group that were doing it as well. And there's so much shame related to even touching your own body that even years later when I started being open and having sex or playing with other guys, like openly without having being in a relationship, I was still identified as a slut. And I word spread around school that I was a slut and I was easy and I was this and I was that. And I kind of owned it. And I made that part of my identity as Lexi Silver. Mm-hmm. And I found that I just wanted to educate people about how it was normal and it should be normal and accepted to shamelessly explore your sexuality as long as you're safe and it's consensual. Mm -hmm. I never understood what everyone's hangups were about sex. Just, it's a natural thing. (laughs) Me either. I, I didn't either. And I just, I wish I knew a lot sooner of, you know, these, these sexual communities and, and, just, I just wish I knew because otherwise I, I wouldn't have gone down the path I did with being with boyfriends who very, 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 very much so repressed me. And it, yeah, like it wasn't until I, I found the community that I just didn't want to be alone. Like I didn't want to be like this outcast or I didn't know that there was like things online that you could go meet other people and that a unicorn was a thing. Like, <laughs> Probably for the best that this didn't happen this way. (laughs) (laughs) Well, everything does kind of happen for a reason and you are who you are now and you are now educating people about this because, you know, they don't know. And even no matter what age you are, you don't necessarily learn these things. Society won't learn. You won't teach you these things. So, yeah. And I think it was like just the years of repression really made me have to be conscious of learning about my sexuality again and exploring my sexuality again. Cause for a long time, it was just a, a, a big, huge door caging her in. And that's what inspired me with spiritual slut was to help women uncover that again, because for so long, like society, slut shaming, the media, it just, it wants to suppress that. And Yes. It takes a lot to explore that again and open up those doors. And sometimes you need to do it in like a soft way, not just with a bang. (laughs) (laughs) I agree. But we need to find ways to unleash that that are healthy and that are good for us. And I want to explore a little bit more of that just a little bit later in the show. So don't go away, everybody. We're going to continue talking about how to unleash your slutty slide right after this quick break. Want to learn more about relationships, sex, and health and find new ways to spice up your sex life? Check out SDC.com. We'll guide you on your erotic journey with unlimited access to videos, podcasts, and articles from experts like Dr. Jess, Sunny Megatron, Dr. Nancy, and Sex Because. 
Visit SDC.com to discover and connect with your own erotic tribe and explore more at SDC events, parties, and travel destinations. You'll have tons of exclusive resources to start your exploration and continue along your path to erotic self-discovery. Join over 3 million of our SDC members worldwide to seek, discover, and create with us today. Don't forget to use promo code 7070 for two months of free access to SDC.com. That's 7070 to get two months free at SDC. You're listening to the Sexy Lifestyle Talk Radio Network. When the lights are off, that's no reason not to light things up. Lube Light lets you pop its cap for instant illumination so your lube gets applied to all the sweet spots and never the awkward ones. No more slippery midsection, unless you're into that. You can keep it turned on while you're getting down with your partner. Our ambient lighting is soft enough to never blind while you're doing the grind. No matter what lube gets you vibing, it's compatible with Lube Light. Easier to turn on than your last partner, guaranteed. Get yours today at lubelights.com. Also available on Amazon and SheVibe. You are tuned in to Seek, Discover, Create with Lexi Silver. If you have a question or comment about the show, we'd love to hear from you via email to Lexi at SDC.com. That's L-E-X-I at SDC.com. Now back to this week's discussion. Welcome back to Seek, Discover, Create. I'm Lexi Silver, and I'm here with Tara Rose, the spiritual slut. And we are talking about how to unleash your slutty side. So... I really, I mean, I've spent so many years trying to help people identify why we have these hangups in feeling like we can express ourselves sexually. And I know that that's exactly what you're trying to do with your program. So why do you think people have such a hard time letting go? Well, it's it's been just printed and stabbed and shot into us since we were kids, you know, like as a little toddler, you touch yourself and your parents are like, get your hands out of your pants. And, you know, like (laughs) the littlest amount of sexuality that you were exposed to is, you know, labeled bad. And it's perfectly, this is, this is what really gets me. It's perfectly okay for, you know, guns, war, killing, and like all of this violence to be on in the media and on video games. But anytime there's like a little bit of lovemaking or intimacy or sex or something that really shows what a relationship is like, it it is bad. It is off limits and it is something that you're not supposed to be consuming (laughs) like and that's why people have so much trouble deprogramming from that and because there is a lot of shame a lot of fear a lot of guilt associated with this and then you know you add something like religion on top of this like it's that's even another layer to uncover and work through and deprogram and unplug from Oh, big time. And especially if you are open-minded like like you and I are, and we don't necessarily even see monogamy as being something that works for us. It could work for other people, and that's great. But do you think that people who are in monogamous relationships might have a harder time expressing their sluttiness? Or do you only have to be in a non-monogamous relationship, some form of it anyway, to be able to fully embrace that sexual aspect of yourself? No, not if that's not what you want. Like if you want to just be in a monogamous relationship 
and you know ex- explore some power dynamic play and you can you can just do that with your partner if you just want to sit on his face like you can just do that with your partner you don't need to be non-monogamous just to be sexually liberated no not at all any relationship any gender any any way as long as consent is involved and you're not hurting anybody or yourself go get it <laughs> <laughs> go get it <laughs> Would you say that, you know, women who are in relationships that are, I guess they've been in in a relationship for a very, very long time and they kind of feel like, you know, the sexual desire is not as strong as it was at the beginning of a relationship, which is so normal, right? Do you feel like maybe uh, they, women who are, I guess, feel kind of repressed even within their own relationship might stop, you know, kind of expressing their sexuality in general and might need to like a little kickstart? I felt like that. We've, we've experienced that in our relationship. I mean, we're almost at year six. So I think it's, you're definitely out of that new relationship energy, the, the honeymoon stage and even being non-monogamous, like things, you get into ruts. And I think one of the best ways to to get that amp up again is to do like workshops, to do classes, to do seminars, to learn more about sexuality and what's out there, just to open your mind and start to get the juices flowing. Um, I know for me, what really helped was doing that. We did a Tantra workshop together and we learned so much and it gave us a whole new avenue to explore together that we didn't even know about each other. And like doing something like spiritual slut, it takes you through the processes of uncovering those, those layers and those levels of what your inner slut is and then gives you the tools to be able to, to, to work towards achieving those fantasies and desires, if that's what you, you desire. But it's, I, I don't know. I think that's probably one of the best ways to, to get that going again. Um, and also make sure it's not nothing that's hormonal. Make sure that it's nothing with your body chemistry that's Im- impacting your, your sexuality too, because, you know, certain birth control can do that to you. Certain anti-anxiety medicine can do that to you. So check with your doctor too, definitely. If you feel like the libido is going down, but yeah, that's yeah. my advice. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. And I think especially, you know, um, living in a very stressful world and feel experiencing anxiety, like you said, uh, or depression can also really play a role when it comes to sexual desire and feeling kind of, you know, if you're going through something like that and, you know, um, you maybe haven't, uh, in address the fact that you might be dealing with kind of a rough time. Um, that's definitely something also to maybe some, seek some outside help to, to see how you can first work with all of those different things before you can feel like you're, you know, there's a weight lifted that you can. Yeah. So you can feel more. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's hard. There's so much, I mean, our brains just don't stop. They just don't stop. Oh Um, my God. You're preaching to the choir. Yeah. It's hard for me sometimes to get into the mood and, you know, like that's why we, we do things like be in the lifestyle because that actually gives us like, designated times to be intimate with each other and we know if we have like a plan coming up with another couple we want that connection to be really secure and feeling good so we're going to make that effort to put that intimacy into our relationship before that and it really just encourages that 
sexuality in our relationship, no matter what's going on in our lives and the vanilla life, the vanilla <laughs> life, you know? <laughs> You're right about the whole education thing. So, I mean, getting that information that you probably didn't know before, like ways that, like going through your program, for example, and, you know, learning new new ways uh, and things that you can apply to your relationship by first working on yourself from within. Exactly. Yes. You... You hit the nail with the hammer. <laughs> I nailed it. what it is. <laughs> I nailed it. I like that. <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> I like to do that. I tend to like to do that. It's a slutty thing maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I think that maybe some of that, you know, lack of education is why some people are so scared to express their sexuality. What do you mm-hmm. think? Yeah, I 100%. I think there's a lot of people interested in BDSM and kink who don't even go there because that community is so, it can be so strict and there's so many guidelines and they're scared to fuck something up and piss somebody off and not follow the rules and then get shunned. And so they, they don't explore themselves because of that. And it's, that's kind of sad. I agree. It's. It. I mean. The. I mean. The BDSM and King community can also be intimidating, and so can you know being in the lifestyle and just exploring for the first time, like the first time ever that you go in and you're exploring this whole new world that you didn't know anything about. You can't really dive into that, right? You need to get baby steps and like kind of explore by, like you said, you know, educating yourself, getting more information, and talking to people who know a little bit more about what it's like to be a first timer, what it's like to you know want to explore your sexual side Mm -hmm. no I I agree and it can be really hard actually for people who are new to the lifestyle to because you know you don't have any friends established yet you don't have anybody to talk to if you're going through things you don't have family to talk to because most people keep it private from their family and a lot of people aren't interested in helping newbies Honestly, like really style, I find a lot of people, they just don't want to go through that. They've been through it once, maybe a few times with other couples and they're in it, you know, people are selfish when you get down to it. They're in it for themselves and for their relationship and they don't want to have to guide and help. And I mean, and there are definitely a few stars out there who help that, who help out new couples, but I'd say majority of just normal non-monogamous couples aren't interested in helping newbies. Oh, that's unfortunate. That's my favorite thing. I, I mean, maybe yeah. it's because I'm an educator. Yeah, I love it. I know you do too. You know, I, I, I love newbies. You yeah. know, they're, they're so curious. They want to know about everything, all the details. They have a zillion questions and finding somebody who can answer those questions is so difficult. Like you said, that's probably why they flock to people like us because they don't know where else to go. Mm-hmm. Maybe kind of uh, closed off to it. Oh, well, I mean, it's a good thing, you know, your community has someone like you who can help to, to, yeah, you know, yeah. And that's why, like, again, why I created the program and why we're getting into the coaching is because I find like we're constantly asked questions, constantly asked advice, um, multiple times a day. <laughs> and I'm like, Hey, like we might as well just do some coaching and, and, you know, make a career out of this, make a career out of helping people with this, because it is something that I think is needed and that is lacking in this lifestyle. And like I said, it can be, it can be really lonely at first when you're just trying to get your bearings and 
understand, like I didn't have real girlfriends that I could talk to about issues, you know, until two years in. And even then it's difficult to talk to other couples that you're playing with because you don't want them to see some of the issues that you Mm -hmm. have. Mm -hmm. Right. Because you don't want to be labeled as a drama couple and yeah. 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 And I mean, we're getting back to this whole, you know, other people judging, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and I, it's, it plays such a powerful role no matter what. And I, I mean, getting away from that, those feelings of judgment from the outside, there are those feelings of judgment from inside, but there, you know, those feelings of judgment from outside is such a huge step to, I guess, exploring anything that you want to do sexually. And I want to talk about that a little bit more in detail in the next segment. So don't go away a little bit more sluttiness coming your way right after this quick break. I'm home alone. Oh, sorry. That's okay. <laughs> That's totally fine. You're home alone? Well, whatever. Rub one out. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you have a womanizer? I don't, but <gasps> I'm, I'm one of those people that likes to be on my stomach. You can totally use it on your stomach. And then just, I rub on like a pillow. Oh, yeah. You know, there are actually like vibrating pillows that, that help with that. Yeah, yeah. I've always, that's how I masturbate. Hey man, who cares? Like there's just like a, any way to masturbate just is like the point is yeah. just getting off and feeling good. Right. Yeah. So who cares? There's no wrong way to touch yourself. I keep, I, I say that in my, uh, when I do these like sex toy workshops, I'm like there's no wrong way to masturbate except if you put something that doesn't have a flared base into your ass. I'm like, that's not right. Cause yeah. it'll get lost. Right. So I'm like, that's the only wrong thing that you could possibly do. Basically. Yeah, is. And even then like porn stars will still do it. Cause they can, yeah get it out. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm scared just not. of it. <laughs> I'm scared. No, 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 no. I was, I did a podcast with Sunny Megatron and uh, she's like, butts are hungry. Like they're hungry. They'll want to eat. Like they'll want to suck it in. And I'm like, oh God, the visual was intense. I just fisted my first asshole and really? it was like a suction cup. It's crazy. Yeah. I can't believe the suction. That yeah. 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 It's crazy. If you lube the shit out of your hand though, right? Yeah. I mean, lube the shit out of it. Wow, my fucking verbiage with that one. Um, but yeah. <laughs> lube and shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, there's a lot of suction. Anyway, people don't necessarily know that about their butts if they never played with it before. So it's good to educate. Education. All right, so uh, let's finish this. Oh, fuck, I have another podcast at 7.30. Okay, we got this, we got this. Okay, we got this. Here we go. Explore your lexuality on my website, alexisilver.com. For those of you who are just getting to know me, you'll be pleased to find my erotic stories and a variety of kinky sex toys on my site. If you dare to enter my playground, I'll treat you to 15% off anything you desire when you use promo code LexiSDC. That's L-E-X-I-S-D-C. And don't be shy. Come get lectual with me on social media. I'd love to hear from you. You'll find me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter as Lexi Silver. That's Lexi with an I, Silver with a Y. When the lights are off, that's no reason not to light things up. Lube Light lets you pop its cap for instant illumination so your lube gets applied to all the sweet spots and never the awkward ones. No more slippery midsection, unless you're into that. You can keep it turned on while you're getting down with your partner. Our ambient lighting is soft enough to never blind while you're doing the grind. No matter what lube gets you vibing, it's compatible with Lube Light. 
Easier to turn on than your last partner, guaranteed. Get yours today at lubelights.com. Also available on Amazon and SheVibe. When the lights are off, that's no reason not to light things up. Lube Light lets you pop its cap for instant illumination so your lube gets applied to all the sweet spots and never the awkward ones. No more slippery midsection, unless you're into that. You can keep it turned on while you're getting down with your partner. Our ambient lighting is soft enough to never blind while you're doing the grind. No matter what lube gets you vibing, it's compatible with Lube Light. Easier to turn on than your last partner, guaranteed. Get yours today at lubelights.com. Also available on Amazon and SheVibe. You are tuned in to Seek, Discover, Create with Lexi Silver. If you have a question or comment about the show, we'd love to hear from you via email to Lexi at SDC.com. That's L-E-X-I at SDC.com. Now back to this week's discussion. Welcome back to Seek, Discover, Create. I'm Lexi Silver, and I'm here with Tara Rose, the spiritual slut. And we are talking about sluttiness. We were getting into some of the uh, in-depth discussion about how to explore your inner sexuality, how to explore your inner slut, how to unleash that inner sluttiness. And I I really think that, you know, from this conversation, what both of us are trying to say is, you know, it's a really good thing to explore that, and it's important to get in touch with yourself first to kind of kind of feel out, um, you know, <laughs> feel out my choice of words tonight, um, <laughs> feel out your sexuality. So in what ways can exploring your sexuality affect, uh, like affect other areas of your life in a positive way? How can it affect other areas of your life? Oh, gosh. Well, have you ever heard of orgasmic manifestation? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's what I've been playing around with is... <laughs> masturbating while thinking of the things I want to manifest and how this happens is way back in the day when we were cavemen cavewomen and we had sex the orgasm was to create another human being to create our offspring now that we don't need to have sex to create another child or human being anymore we can use that energy, that manif- that manifestation, that creation energy to create other things that we want in our lives. And so, you know, having sex on money could help bring more money towards you because you're rolling around in money having sex or even just thinking about what you want and masturbating and then really bringing it all together when you orgasm is, it, it is powerful. So... I mean, that could help every area of your life. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? Uh, Parrish Blair, who I did, I think it was my second ever podcast episode. I brought her on the show and we talked exactly about that, about manifestation. That's great. That's why I was like, yeah, I heard of that. Um, It was was funny when you said, uh, you know, having sex on money. I just, for some reason, was picturing a bed full of like quarters and like loonies and like, because we're, you know, we're Canadians, so like loonies and toonies and how loud that would be. Anyway, whatever, moving on. all sticking to you. (laughs) (laughs) but I hear what you're saying I mean that you know being able to successfully manifest um you know using that orgasmic energy yeah that could definitely help a lot of other areas of your life Mm -hmm. and helping your relationship I mean you feel more connected to your partner 
when you're more intimately connected to them. Uh, like your job, you're probably gonna be less cranky because you're getting laid all the time, right? Like getting what you want. So I, like your sexuality, and I say this with spiritual slut, is literally and the essence of your soul. And if your sexuality is happy, then your soul is going to be satisfied too. It's, it's really hard to be unhappy when you're sexually satisfied, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, you're kind of walking around on a, a bit of a cloud. You know, you're very, you feel like you feel kind of a high. For me, when I've had very good sexual experiences um, with people, and by very good, it doesn't necessarily mean that it ended in orgasm for me. It means that I connected with the people I was playing with. I had a really good time. Uh, there was a lot of really good energy being shared. Um, I feel really confident and sexy afterward because I was able to express myself in an environment that, you know, enabled me to do that. And I feel like that just makes everything, not only am I less bitchy, uh, but also, yeah, I have more enjoyment in every other area of my life and more confidence to make other things happen. Um, so I think it all just feeds itself, really. It's really powerful. Well, it's all connected. I mean, it's just everything's connected. So make one thing happy. Other things are going to become happy in your life. I think that's like a central aspect of what it is that you're trying to do with spiritual slut is to really uh, help people feel that yeah. and understand that. Yeah. Oh, I love it. So what's the first step then in exploring your sexuality? Uh, so with spiritual slut, I, I actually, I didn't have to think very hard on this one. I, I chose self-love mm. loving yourself and loving every aspect of yourself. So self-love to me is definitely the, the number one thing that is needed before you start exploring your sexuality. Without it, you don't have the confidence. You don't say no can be really hard. You don't know what your boundaries are. You don't know where you stand with anything. And you need that confidence in order to say no, in order to speak up, in order to explore your sexuality further. And in spiritual slot, I break it into loving your body, your temple, loving your soul, who you are, and loving your yoni, your vagina, because I think there is a lot of shame associated with what your vagina looks like, what it tastes like. And until you're okay, like just grabbing a mirror and getting familiar with her, how do you expect somebody else to do that to you, right? Like, yeah. There was a point in my life where I didn't allow men to go down on me because I had so much shame and fear associated with my connection to my yoni. And it wasn't until I was able to love my yoni that I was able to experience you know, better orgasms and, and the things I really wanted to explore sexually, like a man going down on me or a woman going down on me or... Yeah, yeah so many different things. <laughs> <laughs> and but you needed that and you said before everything is connected. Your mind, your your spirit, your your soul, however you want to say that and 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 your body are all connected. Mm -hmm. And you know, if you are not in touch with like you said like your yoni, your pussy, whatever you want to say, your your that amazing energy that's flowing between your legs, then you know, you are not going to be able to open up and express that sexuality the way that, you know, you you might want to. Because there's just that disconnect. There's all that shame that's blocking you from being able to express that energy. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And that's why it, it was a no-brainer for me to start there. I mean, I'd say almost 
every woman has had insecurities about each one of these things and it's it's completely normal and like being women we have to make a choice to love ourselves because it is something that is not nurtured when we are born no. it's, we're constantly told we're not enough and we have to make that choice of deciding we are enough and that's making that choice is the catalyst for exploring your sexuality, exploring yourself more, exploring who you are as a person. Oh, for sure. And I think that, you know, add on to all of that, you know, shame that, you know, you're not and, and, and those feelings of not being supported for who you are. Add on to that, you know, religion saying that like sex is just for procreation and like not for pleasure or, you know, society saying that like, you know, it's, it's, it's shameful, uh, you know, periods are shameful, even though it's nature. Right. Um, you know, and, and having all of the and, and like, you know, having uh, all, all of these uh, douches and feminine uh, products, uh, you know, tailored to changing the way your pussy smells and tastes. Yeah. It's like, no, pussy should taste like pussy, period. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> not like air freshener, not like the thing you hang in your car, you know, it, it should taste like pussy. It should smell like pussy. And having all of that shame and also even just what your labia look like, what your vulva looks like, what you're, you know, uh, seeing in porn, um, you know, uh, like porn stars, the average porn star, let's say, not all porn stars, but, you know, um, growing up and seeing porn for maybe the first time when you're really young. And that is unfortunately the way a lot of people see, uh, you know, sex uh, when and they're, you know, first learning about it and learning about their bodies is comparing your body to others and seeing porn or magazines and seeing, oh, wow, well, you know, my labia don't look like that. My labia are longer. They're uneven. They're a different color. You know, something's wrong with me. I'm not perfect. They're, you know, and feeling that kind of shame also. Got to get away from that. Yeah, I agree. And that's why I, I made it as point number one is it's, it is that important to love yourself if you want to explore your sexuality, it's where it all starts. It's that's, that's home right there. That is home. That is home. <laughs> I love that. We're going to explore a little bit more outside of the Yoni right after this little break. So don't go away. We will be right back with Seek, Discover, Create. Explore the decadent pleasures of Ibiza, our provocative new SDC getaway that fuses sumptuous relaxation with the liveliness of the island's world-renowned nightlife. Over five hedonistic nights, you'll savor the unique local flavors and spectacular views. And we're not just talking about the Mediterranean seascapes. Throughout our exclusive SDC takeover, you can indulge in the experience of being surrounded by seductive, like-minded international couples in the lifestyle. Connect with guests in our erotic play areas, clothing-optional pools, jacuzzis, and beautiful beaches, and immerse yourself in the youthful Ibiza party lifestyle with our glamorous SDC theme nights. Create memories that will last a lifetime in our latest Spanish escapade in Santa Eulalia del Rio from September 21st to the 26th. Book your rooms now at sdc.com. Craving more from your sexy lifestyle? Search our businesses, services, blogs, articles, and videos. And keep in touch with us by subscribing to our newsletter, all on thesexylifestyle.com. The Sexy Lifestyle Talk Radio Network is where you can build a new vocabulary to talk about sex in a healthy, loving, and productive way. Discover more about yourself and your relationships from our amazing sex experts who can't wait to share their information with you. 
You'll learn everything you ever wanted to know about sex, sexuality, sexual pleasure, and so much more on the Sexy Lifestyle Talk Radio Network. Listen, learn, and live sexy. are tuned in to Seek, Discover, Create with Lexi Silver. If you have a question or comment about the show, we'd love to hear from you via email to Lexi at SDC.com. That's L-E-X-I at SDC.com. Now back to this week's discussion. Welcome back to Seek, Discover, Create. I'm Lexi Silver, and I'm here with Tara Rose, and we are talking about sluttiness. And we are talking about, more specifically, how to embrace your sexuality, how to express that in a healthy way and a positive way. And that all starts with being in touch with who you are, shedding those layers of shame, reconnecting with yourself and loving yourself, connecting with your body and knowing that everything is connected. Your mind is connected to your body, your soul, your spirit, everything. Everything is one. And you, if there's a disconnect somewhere, you won't be able to feel free to express that energy the way you really, really want. Now that we've talked about some of the first steps to getting, or rather, now that we've talked about the first step in exploring, <laughs> the first, the most important step in exploring your sexuality, because you can't really skip it, right? And you can't skip that first step before you get started. Um, how can, if you're feeling insecure about your sexuality and you haven't yet, um, you know, you, you've tried really, really hard, but you're feeling kind of a block. You're like, I'm not connecting with myself. What, re- what do you recommend? There's so many avenues and really it depends on what you've gone through as a person, who you are as an individual. Um, like I said, sometimes this can be associated with your body chemistry. You could be experiencing the adrenal fatigue. You could be depressed. You might need a little bit of help getting into that mode of learning to love yourself again. Um, sometimes you might need somebody to talk to. It might be a therapist. It might be a psychologist. Um, it might just be a coach or you know a friendly ear kind of thing. Um, in my course... Uh, after the self-love, I do start exploring the fantasies and fears through through meditation, actually. It's like a sexy meditation. Oh. And it just, you know, it kind of gets you in that safe space of opening up your mind, going deep into who you are as your soul, and just using your imagination and seeing where where your soul wants to take you sexually. And then um, afterwards, journaling about it and and seeing how you felt about it. But there is like a few different avenues I take you down during the meditation that connect you to that sexuality almost again, to connect you to to that that source. And, you know, this is where the spiritual aspect of it comes in is, you know, there is meditations, there is, you know, like self, the self-love, staring at yourself in the mirror that I ask people to do. And as you progress further into the course, uh, then I start to introduce things to do with your partner as well. To Once you start to figure out who you are, but it's the figuring out you, who you are part that's, you know, the biggest section of, of spiritual slut because that's what makes you a spiritual slut. <laughs> 
<laughs> and you do need to get past that first step to be able to really start to explore those other things. Everything starts within you. It starts with you. And you can't, you know, I, I would argue, have a healthy relationship with other people until you have a healthy relationship with yourself. Yeah. And that, you know, that's on all the different levels, on every single level. And especially like, you know, we're, especially when we're talking about shame and guilt, we're surrounding your body, your physical self, um, you know, and also, you know, talking about, uh, you know, being a slut and what that means and why, you know, feeling that being a slut is wrong, uh, that people are saying it's wrong, that it's not okay to express your sexuality, that it's not okay to have sex with whoever you want, even if it's consensual, um, that there is a certain way of being that is prescribed and that is the only standard that you should abide by. What do we need to do to remove the stigma from the word slut and the stigma from the whole concept of sluttiness to make, to kind of normalize this very healthy expression of female sexuality? I, <laughs> what we're doing right now, Lexi? <laughs> Getting out there, putting out who we are and saying, I'm not afraid of what your labels are because this is, this is what it means to me and this is me and as long as I'm not hurting you and I'm asking my consent, it, it shouldn't matter. It really shouldn't matter. And it just, it just, the world just needs more women to stand up and open up about this. And unfortunately, social media... <laughs> Yeah, really doesn't like it. <laughs> no, it, it it doesn't. And I mean, so like we were, you were just saying, slut is a label, and just like social media kind of labels content as being offensive or explicit, even if it's just like a female nipple versus a male nipple. We could, we I could talk all day about just that, you know. Um, but. Yeah. It's very difficult in this day and age with social media blocking out expressions of sexuality that are even healthy, or even people just talking about sex in general about it's, it. It's impossible to get this message across. It is like okay, so I went to do a post um, last week, and it was it's a painting, it's artwork of a woman in space, and it looks like she's riding like a space cock. And it was like, I just need some space. And it's so hot. She has pink hair and it's, it, it, it's artwork though. It's not even a picture. Mm. I put it up with caption about yoni eggs and, and pleasure wands and how to use them. I'd say it was deleted within three minutes. Really? Where, where did you post it? On Instagram. On Instagram. Oh, wow. I went, I'm surprised I didn't uh, delete the post that I put up today. Some things get through and some don't. And it just, it baffled me because it wasn't, you know, it was artwork and it was an educational post. It's hard. And, you know, it does, it takes pioneers like me and you to start changing that. And I've seen the shift. There is a shift happening, but they really like, it is trying to get squashed by, by the, by social media. Um, You know, even Patreon, Twitter, look at all these escorts and these women who are sex workers who have nowhere to go anymore to practice their job safely. They're getting kicked off of Instagram. They're getting kicked off of Twitter. They have nowhere to go, but the, the most unsafe place, which is going back to the streets, right? Like it's scary what is happening out there when it comes to silencing women and their sexuality. Yeah. And I mean, I, 
like we're, I'm, I'm pretty much, and I know you are too. We are both, I love that you said pioneers. It makes me feel like a, you know, like an explorer and like I'm doing something important. And I feel like, you know what, you're right. We, we are, we are doing something. Yeah. And I think you're right. More people doing this kind of work, but not just women. The problem is that, you know, men have to have a voice in this too. And, you know, men have a big hand as well in shaming women for our sexuality. And we need to make sure that more people of all genders are able to feel free to express their sexuality as a woman who is battling against that and trying to, uh, you know, get rid of all of the shame felt around sexuality and helping women explore that for themselves we need you to help more women doing that. So talk to us now that we're getting toward the end of our show, talk to us about how women can find you and, and like do your program basically. Uh, well, the best way, if you're looking for some of the knowledge and advice that I share is my Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, it's my only social media I have for a spiritual slut and it is spiritual.slut.1111. Mm-hmm. And I also have a website. You can go to the link that's on my bio there or you can go to spiritualslut.mykajabi.com and that gives you more advice or more information about the course and the program, how much it is, um, and kind of what to expect with it. And I actually, I set up a code so people could save 20%. So I have a code, which is capital S-A-V-E 20. So save 20 until June 30th, you can save 20% on the course. Oh, awesome. And I mean, definitely everyone who's listening, check it out. It is really, really, really worth your time. It's going to change the way you think about yourself and your sexuality. So thank you so much, Tara, for being here, for talking to us about this, for letting me talk about sluttiness and sexuality. And the, the you know, I, I, I'm always looking for some, some excuse to talk about sex in a positive way. So thank you for giving that to me today. <laughs> Thank you so much. That was that was fun. I really enjoyed doing this with you one on one. It was me too. (laughs) Me too. Felt like a conversation just between us girls (laughs) that everybody gets to hear. Everyone gets to hear. Kind of a public conversation, but that's okay. It's okay. We have no shame. No No. shame. No shame talking about sex. No. (laughs) Thank you so much. And thank you to everyone who's listening today. It was an absolute pleasure having you listen to our very unique conversation. Tune in Thursdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on the Sexy Lifestyle Network for my next show. You can also stay up to date by downloading and subscribing on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Google Play Music. So no excuse to miss my next show. And don't forget, you can learn more about sex, health, and relationships as you seek yourself, discover together, and create moments at sdc.com. Thanks for joining me, Lexi Silver, on SDC Seek, Discover, Create. Until next time, stay lectual, people. Bye. We appreciate you joining us on Seek, Discover, Create, presented by SDC.com. Please join your host, Lexi Silver, on another erotic journey next Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. Until then, may you enjoy exploring your sexuality. 